0: Oh. go. Matty, welcome back. How are we, brother?
1: G'day, champion. What's doing?
0: Oh, uh, mate, it's been a pretty sad week in my camp. Just quietly, another Supercoach Grand Final loss. There is. Uh, it's just been a tough week at the office. Fuck me.
1: Oh no, mate. So, mate, you were telling me that you've lost the last three. Is it? You want to tell your listeners a little bit
0: about that, mate? Uh, I've lost three in the last four, and it. Uh, yeah, it's salt in the wounds, mate. Salt in the wounds. It's been mate, grim. Did. You're starting to sound like a bit of Brian Smith there, or maybe the the forever bridesmaid. Mate, I live in a bridesmaid's dress, let me fucking mm. tell you that. My God, well, it's you can, it's stupid. Oh yeah. onwards to next year, once again. Uh mate, tell me, Wooker, obviously he was in your grand final on the weekend. It was your worst nightmare for him to get a dub. How do we go?
1: Yeah, like so. I was in a bad spot here because it was Wooker up against the bloke that has already won one. So if he wins, he's the first in the league to get two championships under his belt. And then obviously, if Walker wins one, well, we no one wants fucking Walker to win anything. Um, and so look, went down. So I'm pretty happy about that. And scored 914 in the grand final and still got pipped by about 200 points. Um, the other bloke had Cody Walker, Luai, and a couple other little plug and plays that just came off for him. So, yeah, commiserations to the Wook.
0: Mate, if anyone had Cody Walker in their draft side last weekend and they didn't get a dub, it's time to hang up the cleats, isn't it? Oh, mate, wasn't
1: that just ridiculous? I mean, we'll probably talk about when we talk about the Roosters-Panthers game, but that, I did not expect that at all. I, I, I was so shocked watching the bunnies put that score on, and it just looked like the Roosters switched off early and, and didn't want any part of that game.
0: Mate, I thought that, that first try that he scored, too, I thought that was a pretty weak try. I sort of thought, fuck, they could put the cleaners through them here. I've, I've never seen a game turn around so quickly, and I've never seen, like, South see Sydney against Canterbury the week before. Canterbury absolutely bullied them through the middle. I, I've never, it's such a weird week. I've never seen a turnaround that quickly. Exactly. And like you're looking at blokes like Joey
1: Manu and um the Morris twins dropping and tackles. And it's just just doesn't happen. It just doesn't exist. Um yeah, I, I just I couldn't even if the bunnies won by you know six and, and put it over the roosters, you know, it's it's a great rivalry. It's always a, a great game to watch and both sides always get up for this matchup. You can sort of you know see that happening, but to put the, sixty to eight? Fuck no, there's no way. I, it just, it just, it was like the twilight zone last weekend,
0: mate. Before we dive into the uh, the finals games this week, obviously with Walker, how's he? Uh, how's he taking it?
1: I haven't heard from him, mate. So he's probably uh, searching for something at the bottom of a bottle somewhere.
0: I'll tell you, fuck! It's a grim feeling. <laughs> I I, I got to say to the bloke that knocked me over, Phil. Congratulations, mate! I know you're probably listening. You prick! You'll be enjoying this, um, mate. When you get to that grand final and you don't get it done, it's just heartbreaking, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I mean against this bloke JK in our league, he's the biggest fucking pest on earth. So he's going to be insufferable over the next sort of twelve months until some or until someone fucking joins him in the double championship stakes. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be tough to hack.
0: Mate, let's dive into this week's games. Semi-final footy—it's fucking fantastic. It's a little bit later in the year than usual, obviously with COVID. It's starting to get a little bit hotter. It's—I—I I, I think it's even better to be playing dry footy at this time, isn't
1: it? Fuck yeah, finals footy, baby! I, like the last sort of couple of weekends have been a bit dry for me. I haven't been into in Super Coach, so just to have finals footy back, having a good punt—I'm—I'm I'm harder than a cat's head, mate. I, like I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Let's dive into the Roosters v Panthers Friday night, mate. Now, I think we're both uh, cheering on the Roosters here. I I really think it's a good game for them. I mean, they're coming off, in my opinion, probably their worst loss ever, realistically. Penrith coming off 15 wins in a row. Momentum's huge, but the reality is the season starts this week, doesn't it? Yeah, mate. And you've just spelled out a perfect spot um, for the
1: Roosters to win here. You've got a team with that sort of caliber of players in it. Coming off a huge disappointing and embarrassing loss Coming up against a side that haven't lost in 15 weeks The spot doesn't get any better for the Roosters And I said this during the game um, on the weekend to a couple of lads I said, no one wants to be fucking playing the Roosters next week If they lose this
0: game So, mate, I'm all over the Roosters in this one Walker, what do you buy into the... Oh, I just called you Wooker. What an insult. Disgusting. Jesus. Yeah, that stings. Up, Cop that. Again. Natty, what do you buy into the argument? You know, obviously, the Brisbane Broncos, they're the only team to go back-to-back outside of the Roosters the last two years in 30-odd years. Like, going back-to-back, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to keep yourself up, obviously, Every game of football you play is harder than any other team plays because it's their chance to prove themselves against the big dogs, the defending premiers. The Roosters last year, they just never seemed to run out of gas. We're now getting to the end of, you know, their third year of trying to win a premiership. Think maybe the gas is starting to run out now. Is it all starting to catch up to them potentially?
1: Obviously, it's, yeah, it's pretty hard to to maintain that sort of uh, momentum. But the way that, Robinson has handled the the team throughout the year, resting players, handling injuries, and just sort of getting his troops just all back together at the right time as finals come around. I mean this team looks absolutely perfect other than Jake Friend. I just think he's handled the team very well, um, and I think they'll be a finals team regardless of how they played throughout the season. I think they'll be hard to beat in the finals and also the way that it's worked out now did did they throw the game because fuck it's actually worked out better for them the way the finals will work out do you know what i mean they win this against the panthers they go on they get a week off they'll probably play the bunnies to get into the grand final which means they don't have to face the storm until the grand final if storm gets through to me that's the perfect run for the roosters
0: Now mate, I'm not buying into the dribble that they threw that game on purpose Not a hope in hell But I agree with you, it has worked out a lot better for them Now the big danger with this game Is that the loser is going to more than likely have to play the Raiders next week Who are going to come off, what what I'm sure we'll talk about it soon But what we're expecting to be a reasonably easy win against the Sharks Now the Raiders, yes they finished 5th But they are a top 4 team, aren't they?
1: Yeah, big time. And another team that uh, you know has handled the rests of some of their stars really well. Um, Ricky's done a great job there. So they'll be fresh, firing, and looking to put a good performance in. They'll handle the Sharks easy. Um, and they are no easy beats in any stretch of the imagination. So Panthers lose this. It's going to be a tough road to get back to the GF spot, that's for sure.
0: Obviously, as we said, they'll have to play the Raiders next week. And then they would have to more than likely play the Storm the week after off a rest for a week it is going to be very difficult to lose this game and go on to win the premiership I don't care if you're the pennant Panthers or you're the Sydney Roosters it just makes life really difficult doesn't it
1: yeah exactly but fuck what a weekend that's going to be if it works out like that you've got Roosters v Bunnies massive revenge game there and Panthers v Storm for those games to get in the grand final oh mate that's that's what dreams are made of
0: now mate Roosters $2.10 seems very juicy to me what are you looking at in the betting market I love it, mate. Um,
1: if you want to take head to head, that's a smart bet there. But uh, I think it'll be close. I think the Roosters will be on in this game, but the Panthers' defense seems to be holding up strong against the best in the comps So I'll be taking Roosters one to twelve, and then I'll be chucking um, some money on some anytime try scorers. Now, obviously, both sides in pretty pretty good defensively. Obviously, you know Roosters lapsed last week, but don't expect that again this weekend. Uh, you've got the Panthers are attacking 51% of their tries scored on the left-hand side, so they're very dominant on the left, whereas the Roosters, it's their right-hand attack. That's the weakest point. They're, they're conceding 48% of their tries on the right, so you're looking at kick Crichton are going to be some great matchups there for any-time try-scorers. And on the other side of the ball, the Roosters, you've got Tupu up against To'o, and the height difference must be about three feet there. So if... If we're, if we're highlighting a, a match-up there, you can bet your ass that Luke is looking at it as well.
0: And, mate, I guess with the Penrith Panthers too, you know, people, they seem to get very defensive whenever you say that you don't think they're going to win the premiership. But the reality is, yes, they won 15 in a row. And, yes, you can only beat who's in front of you. I understand that. But it's been, what, what is it, 18 weeks since they played the Roosters? I think they played Melbourne straight after the COVID break too. They haven't come up against these two teams in a long time, have they?
1: No, and you're exactly right. I mean, who did they play in the last sort of three rounds? Um, they came up against Parramatta in round 18, very who was struggling in form and had had zero attack. Round 19, Cowboys, easy, and then last um, last weekend they played the Dogs and absolutely put them. So you can't say can't really say they battled hard in coming into the finals. Um, you're right. You can only beat who's in front of you. But um, they've had a bit of a a cruisy run into the finals. And, look, they're a young side, which is great for the future of the club. But you're coming up against some guys who have been there and done it before, Um, extremely experienced in in big games, a lot of big-game players. You know, you look at, obviously, Tedesco, the best in the business. Luke Keery's been there, done it. The Morris boys, (laughs) mate, I'm telling you, this team will be hard to beat in the finals.
0: Mate, I'm going to take the Roosters twenty-two to ten in this game. What's your score prediction?
1: Yeah, I don't mind it as long as it's one to twelve. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I'll go. Look, I'll go twenty to twelve um, Roosters way, mate.
0: Let's move to the Saturday game, mate. The first game, the Canberra Raiders up against the Cronulla Sharks. Obviously, really interesting. These two teams played each other last week. Canberra rested half of the state. They still managed to get on top of the Sharks. No, quite easily, in my opinion, Sam Williams came in, put on an absolute clinic. The Hooker, he's absolutely flying. Starling, can you give the Sharks much hope this weekend?
1: No, none at all. Um, the Sharks are rudderless. Um, they'll be super down on confidence after you know the the backups for Raiders uh, put the cleaners through them. I just I just don't see how the Sharks can back up from that up against a
0: Raiders full strength side and do anything. Have a look at this Raiders side. What they scored, you know, 30-odd points against them last week. They're going to get all of their attacking players back. And the Sharks, you know, the only reason why they're sitting there in eighth realistically is the form of Sean Johnson during the year because they're leaking points left, right, and fucking centre. Without Sean Johnson, it's just hard to see them getting on the board and defending, you know, less than 30-odd points. It just seems out of this world for them, doesn't it? Exactly. And I'll talk about this when we talk about the Knights as well.
1: When a team... um leans on one player so much uh, like the Sharks do with SJ it's just so clear when they're not there how they struggle and attack um, although the Sharks do have a lot of attacking players Sean Johnson's the the linchpin in this side and without him I just don't give them a chance in hell
0: Mate obviously the Raiders are pretty short not a heap of value there, are there any uh, try scorers you got your eyes on?
1: Yeah, look, if you want to take the Raiders, take them halftime, full-time. That'll bump it up to about $1. fifty, maybe even $1. sixty, which is great value for the Raiders. They'll be leading at halftime. You can bet your bottom dollar. Um, mate, I like the middlemen here for the Raiders. They scored 29% of their tries up the gut, so that's 22 tries out of the 77 they've scored this year. Coming up against the Sharks, who concede 25% of their tries up the gut, so they've conceded 21 tries in the middle. So you're looking at Starling scooting from dummy half there or um, big Josh Papali to, to dive over. I also like John Bateman. Um, he'll be running at Brit Okora. I know he won't. He'll be running at um, Wade Graham. Wade Graham seems to do try and do too much on that left edge and um, a short ball from from uh, George Williams to John Bateman to cross um, could be on here. But I really like
0: um, Josh Papali any time try scorer. He'll be my um, pick. You mentioned that combo between Bateman and the halfback, Georgie Williams. I think off a week off, I think those two are going to be really special this weekend. I'm, there's just so many try-scorer options here. I mean, the Raiders could, could win this 40-blot if they come out and play, couldn't they? Yeah, exactly. Um, George
1: Williams was playing some really good football um, coming into the um, the pointy end of the season here. He was actually playing both sides of the field, so he obviously working the right edge where he's... Um, where he is normally but also linking up with Jack Whiten on the left as well Uh, so mate he'll be everywhere he'll be putting blokes in gaps all over the park and they just won't be able to contain him
0: as you said before mate Josh Papali and of course Jack Whiten I believe they both won the uh, Mal Meninga medal last night for the player of the year so the emotions will be high there for those two won't they
1: yeah big time Um, both dangerous I mean Josh Papali he is a try scoring machine and Jack Whiten he could do anything um he seems and I love like I said when George Williams is playing sweeping over and playing on the left it's like Jack and just is another sort of back rower just charging onto the ball and that's what he's good at running the ball um, yeah fuck Said, <laughs> it could be a, a dead set drumming this one
0: if you're Ricky Stewart mate the night before when you're watching Roosters Penrith you just want them to beat the living shit out of each other don't you
1: yeah, yeah um, make sure it's all tied up at 80 minutes and go for another 10
0: now, mate, the next game on Saturday night, South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the Newcastle Knights. In my opinion, this is the most interesting game of the weekend. South Sydney coming in off the best win of their season. Newcastle Knights coming off the worst loss of their season. It's a bit of a danger game for South Sydney. I think they'll get the win, but, jeez, it's, you know, it's sort of, it's that old, do you want to walk in, everyone patting you on the back, or do you want to spend the week, you know, people giving it to you so it'll fire you up more? Where, where do you sit on it?
1: pretty bad spot for the bunnies uh obviously yeah like you said coming off a massive win the biggest win um that the clubs had for a long time uh up against the knights you know they're coming off an embarrassing loss against uh the titans so the spot actually favors taking the points here with the knights um so if you can get a decent price for twelve and a half points, start with the Knights. I'd probably take that. But as far as head to head goes, and, and choosing a winner, the Bunnies will win this.
0: Man, I'm just having a look through some of the game, uh, some of the Knights' games this year. Obviously, you know they were beaten a couple of weeks ago. The Warriors thirty-six to six, pretty embarrassing loss. They came out the week after they beat Cronulla thirty-eight to ten. The week after they were beaten by the Roosters forty-two to twelve. They came out the week after and. 42-18 over the Dragons. So they definitely do have a bounce-back factor to them. But South Sydney, they're just a different breed to the normal sides that they play after a loss, aren't they?
1: Yeah, 100%. And the thing with the Bunnies at the moment uh, is all the pieces that have come together are working and clicking. So Corey Allen at, the, at fullback for the Bunnies, um, he's been an injection of strength. And skill at the back there. Uh, you know, you thought you were losing a lot there with, with Latrell Mitchell going down with that injury. But, fuck, he's been amazing. Campbell Graham has just gone to a whole new level. Um, so, look, they're they're firing. And um, they're full of confidence. And so they'll come into this game. Really good about their team and their chances in this game. The thing with the Knights is like I, uh, I preluded to um, you know the Sharks having all their trust in SJ to, to bring them through the game. The Knights they they lean too heavily on Kalen Ponga to to give them the goods there. I know Mitch Pierce is there, but really it's Kalen Ponga. If he's firing, if he's doing what you know we know he can do, it puts the Knights in a good chance to win their games and like on the weekend you know he just wasn't in that game and uh titans put him to the sword so i just think the bunnies have too many weapons across the park to um to get beat here but like i said it's a pretty bad spot betting wise for the rabbits. so if you can get some points for the knights um you might want to go that way
0: Mate, I've been calling both of these sides pretenders for about a month now, and no one seems to argue with the Knights' call, but the South Sydney one, it's ruffled some feathers. Obviously, they got a lot of loyal fans out there, and especially after their game against the Roosters the other night. But for me, yes, that was sensational. You know, I can't believe it happened. But the week before that, they were bullied by Canterbury. I mean, I, I'm not going to throw, you know, my opinion of them being pretenders out the window after one unbelievable game against the Roosters. They've still shown me all year... I don't think they can compete with these top sides. Can South Sydney win the premiership this year? Nah, mate. Just with the calibre of teams
1: that are in the finals, the Panthers, Storm, and Roosters, I just can't see them getting by any of those guys um, Yeah, in the next few weeks. Don't get me wrong. Hats off to them for that incredible win last weekend. Um, but like you said, the season started again now. Finals is a whole different beast. And, uh, you know, you're coming up against a couple of teams in the storm and the roosters where you've got guys in there that have been there and done it before multiple times. And that's always, always your biggest sword coming into a big battle like that.
0: What I will say about South Sydney, mate, I think they'll win this week and then I believe that'll mean they'll play the Eels the week after. And I think they're a really good shot to win that game as well. We know that teams, they don't recover well after playing the Melbourne Storm. Parramatta Eels, I think they'll get their pants pulled down against Melbourne, obviously. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I wouldn't be shocked to see South Sydney make it to the final four like they did last year. But I can't see them getting past that.
1: No, and the way that we're sort of... Um, hashing out these finals games, it looks like the bunnies will play the roosters um, in the game before the grand final. So you know, and roosters coming off a rest, where the bunnies have obviously had to you know trudge their way through the finals. You know, it's not going to bode well for them. Um, but that's how I see it unfolding.
0: Obviously, mate, if they do come up against the roosters in that game, you know what, Trent, Trent Robinson will have all over the change room that week. Sixty to eight, they won't be forgetting it anytime soon, will they?
1: Oh man, massive revenge spot. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I think that's the loss that the Roosters needed coming into the finals. I know I know people don't like to talk about needing losses, but I'm a big believer in, you know, if you drop a game sort of in the in the pointy end of the season before finals, it resets the clock, you know, and that game that that week after you lost, so this week for the Roosters um, would have been really sobering and training would have been harder. They would have been switched on. It would have just kicked them back into gear. So as a Roosters fan, even though I didn't like like seeing them get beat by that much, I was pretty happy for them to lose, to be honest.
0: It would just be sensational if they did get to play each other one more time this year. I mean, I'm sure Trent Robinson, you know, he'll he'll be looking at that scoreboard. But I think the moment that... Will stick with the Roosters. I'm sure, as a Roosters fan, it'll stick with you. The moment that uh, Corey Allen got into the in goals and he threw the ball back to Alex Johnson to score, it's just an absolute piss take, and it's something that the Roosters won't forget, in my opinion. It's a massive
1: kick in the dick. Um, bunnies were just playing fucking backyard footy, and um, that's when it started. That's when it was really getting embarrassing. Um, you know, the, the commentators were going, "Oh, if someone just gives it the ball, gives the ball to Alex Johnson, you know, like he's going to have this many fucking trials." I was like, "Fuck." This is starting to get, yeah, unwatchable. So that just fuels the fire. And like I said, when you've got a team that's got the caliber of players that the Roosters do, you can trust them to bounce back from that loss.
0: Mate, let's move to the last game of the week we're going to touch on, the Parramatta Eels up against the Melbourne Storm. Now, I've been saying since December that I thought the Melbourne Storm would win this premiership. Um, I'm really happy with how they've ended up taking on the Parramatta Eels this week. When I watched the Eels last week, yes, they beat the Tigers, but I thought they were fucking dreadful. I mean, the Tigers just had nothing through the centre third. And every time they went down the edge, you know, we we spoke about this before and you've got a few stats to bring up, but it just looked like a training run out on their edges. I just think Melbourne off a week off, they're going to be watching tape for the last two weeks on the Parramatta Eels. I think they are in all sorts.
1: That's man. Um, Look, for the last month, I've been watching the Eels just saying, you know, where's their attack? It's fucking non-existent. And I know they lost Dylan Brown, and they're very one-dimensional down that right-hand side. Um, but I just—they've got no hope in this game. You know, the Storm are such a clinical side during the season, let alone coming into the finals. You know, they are going to be fucking switched on for this game. And yeah, look, the Eels have got not a shot shot in hell here. Uh, Munster is just going to absolutely obliterate that uh, right hand defence of the Eels. It's going to be um, hard to watch, mate. And,
0: hey, mate, I'm looking forward to seeing what Cameron Smith does down the uh, centre third. Like, Harry Grant, he. He didn't even fire a shot last week at them. They weren't tested through the middle at all, and they were just dominated on the edges. I'm really looking forward to seeing, as you said, Cameron Munster, but I think Cameron Smith through the middle with their big fellas. You know, you got Nass, you got Tino. The way that they're just getting over the advantage line every time, it's near impossible to stop, isn't it? 100%. And here's a stat for you. So the Storm, like you said, they love to attack up the middle.
1: Smithy loves that little ball off his hip close to the line for those big fellas to crash over. And they're notorious for those um, those big boys scoring tries. So they score 22% of their tries up the guts. Um, so, look, if you want to chuck big Nas or Tino in your um, anytime try scorers, you could do worse, that's for sure.
0: Mate, touching on Cameron Smith, I've got a podcast releasing this afternoon that I did that – You know, I went back to the 2006 Grand Final. That was 14 years ago now. Cameron Smith was the captain of that side and he was the Dahlia medalist. And here we are 14 years later and we're still talking about him dominating final series at age 37. It defies belief, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely fucking insane. And you know we're talking about some of these sides with experience it doesn't get any better than Cameron Smith for the the storm he will control every every minute every second of this game and he'll do so in every finals game leading up to the grand final um he's the number one player of any team that you want on your side in the 2020 finals run that's for damn sure
0: Mate, Darius Boyd retired last week. He made his debut in 2006. Cameron Smith was 23 and already the captain of the Melbourne Storm then, and here <laughs> he is deciding if he keeps playing or not. It, it's just unbelievable what he's done in the game.
1: He's a fucking cyborg. He really is. Um, And he's figured out a way to play the game where it puts less stress on his body so, you know, he's more durable and can play longer. It's, yeah, tip of the cap to you. So it's it's some hell, hell of a knock, you know.
0: Mate, I think the guy we're both really keen on for a couple of tries this week is Josh Addo Carr. I mean, the Tigers just executed perfectly down that left edge last week with, you know, Adam Dwayne there. Imagine what Munster's going to do to him.
1: Mate, and that's that's where the matchup um, is. It's The Storm love to attack down their left-hand side. Um, you've got Munster, Fox, even Olam's playing out of his skin this year. So coming up against that right-edge defense of the Eels. And the thing with that right-edge uh, defense for the Eels is Wanga Blake is fucking atrocious, which means Virgo has to cover him, and it just leaves too much space on the outside there. And if you've got an attacking winger that loves to hug the tr- the sideline like Fox does, it's try time every day of the week. So chuck Fox in your um, anytime try scorer, but don't leave vuni out either because we know how Sivo loves to live twenty meters in from touch. Uh, we saw it last week where you know they were the Tigers were spinning the ball out to the edge and Sivo just stuck in no man's land holding his dick and just thinking, fuck, where'd they go? Mate, yeah, your winger's over there. He's on on the sideline and now he's scoring a try. So, mate, I'll be chucking both Storm wingers in your anytime try scorers. If you want to have a go at one of the big boys, um, I love Nass close to the line. Smithy loves to use him. And then if you want to bump it up and chuck someone in from the, the eels to score a try, I know he'll probably be short, but Sivo up against Vernie is a good matchup. So you can chuck Sivo in there as well. It's actually a really good same game multi-game this one.
0: Mate, the other huge advantage for Melbourne that I can see is that this game is going to be played at Suncorp stadium. So the Parramatta Eels, they're going to have to fly up on the day, play the game and fly back. It's far from ideal for finals footy. We know Suncorp, it's going to be a dry track. It just plays into Melbourne's hands down to a tee, doesn't it? Huge,
1: huge advantage. Um, and just that you're coming up against such a clinical side. The defense is is the best in the league, um, and Eels just have nothing to throw at them. I know they might get Dylan Brown back, and that's going to be a nice boost for that left hand attack. But
0: he's going to be underdone. So I I just storm by plenty. Mate, the other thing about the Melbourne Storm, and like they've been doing it for 15 years now, they take away your best weapon. And in my opinion, the Eels' best weapon is their second-phase footy. So I'm expecting Melbourne to shut them down in the ruck. There will be no offloads. There'll be no second-phase footy or minimal second-phase footy. It's going to be a real test for, Mel- for the Parramatta Eels, isn't it?
1: Mate, when you've got blokes like Tino, Nas, Kamakamika, Smithy in the middle, then Brandon Smith coming on, defense, they're just going to wrap that ball up. I know Junior Paulo is hard to handle and he loves an offload, but he he's not going to do to the Storm what, what he did to the Tigers. Um, it's just going to be a tough day at the office for the Eels. So, look, I'll be chucking a few bets in here. My, I'll, I'll definitely be all over the Fox. I'll probably go Nas for any time try scorer, Sivo Civ, as well, and then your halftime full-time for the Storm. Probably Storm to score first as well.
0: Mate, the last thing I'll touch on all these games is that, you know, we've picked the Roosters, the Raiders, the Bunnies, the Storm. Now... Those four sides, they're all finals hard, and especially Roosters, Raiders, Storm, you know, obviously went deep in the... Well, sorry, they they, they were the top four from last year, weren't they? The, the the Bunnies were also there as the final four sides. But yeah. for me, when I look at these teams and the way the game's been played this year, obviously it's been different every other season with these rules and how it's been refereed. I'm expecting referees to swallow their whistles a little bit in finals. I, I think it'll they'll, they'll want to leave it up to the players a little bit more. We know from watching footy from all of our lives that come finals footy time referees they don't want to decide games I'm expecting this year to be no different and I think it's going to play into the hands of those teams that are able to grind like the Roosters the Raiders the Storm and to a lesser extent with a guy like Adam Reynolds the South Sydney Rabbitohs if if their forward pack can just hold their own they're going to be right in that grind I think it really it it's going to benefit those four teams
1: 100% mate and and this just goes back to the 101 of footy. Do you know what I mean? Like when you've got hard games that are defense orientated, like finals football is, you're looking at these, these guys like Adam Reynolds, Cameron Smith, Luke Keary. Do you know what I mean? To, to slow the game down, to control the ball, to kick to corners. Do you know what I mean? To make the the clock work for their side. And if you've got these guys in your side, you're going to go a long way to winning these games.
0: I think the other thing that makes this competition interesting as well, mate, which I'm sure would have been a disappointment for you being a Roosters fan, but obviously announced today the grand final will be at ANZ Stadium, not at the SCG. If it was at the SCG and the Chooks happened to be there, it would have been a big advantage, wouldn't it? 100%.
1: 100%. Um, and it, by all reports, it's a different experience playing at the SCG. It's got a bit of a curve to it. And obviously, the crowd's a lot a lot far back. It's hard to, to know where the, the sidelines are at some time. So it would have been a huge advantage for the Roosters had they have made it. But in the end, um, look, doesn't matter where it's played. It's going to be a fantastic game, isn't it?
0: Mate, yeah, and it really is a weird little stadium, the SCG, when you're there. You are so far away from it, and if you're sitting in the front row, obviously, you know, the, the stadium, it's built for cricket, so the the pitch in the middle of the ground is higher. Like, it's at your eye height, and the try line's a little bit lower than you. So there is a dip in the ground, so you're kicking and finding your sidelines, as you said, changes the game completely. I, I, I really think this is starting to play into the hands of the Melbourne Storm long term.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a worry, isn't it? Like, obviously, I'm looking looking at these games, looking at the finals bracket, with every hope in it, in the world that um, that the Roosters make it. But um, if it goes the way that we think it will, it'll be a Roosters Storm grand final, and and wow, I mean, I'd rather it be Roosters Panthers just for something different. But in saying that, Roosters v Storm, they are the best two teams in the competition, and it'll be a cracker.
0: I took the storm at about five dollars during the year to win this comp, so I'm heavily Ooh, riding them. Right. Um, yeah, I, I can't. I, I I shouldn't say I can't see them losing anything. In up and in finals footy, but I really think it's between the storm and the roosters for me. I I'd love to see Penrith win it at the same time, mate. I mean, I remember '03. I remember 2005. They were sensational fairy tale seasons. It would be great to see again. But for me personally, selfishly, I think I'd like to see Cameron Smith go out a champion here.
1: Yeah, and and that's the swan song, isn't it? Um, but I'm with you. Like I love the Panthers. I, I love their team. It's such a young team, and, and for the next decade, they're going to be a hard team to beat, and probably are going to be the most dominant side over the next ten years. But the thing is with the Panthers, and I've said this for the last few games, is do they have another gear? We know that the Roosters have got another cutler gears. We know that the Storm have got another cutler gears. But the Panthers have been playing at such a high level of footy. Do they have an extra gear to match it with these Roosters and the Storm? In my opinion, I don't think they do. I think they've been showing us exactly what they've got. And don't get me wrong, it's been really impressive. But they're going to have to go to the next level to beat these these teams in the finals. Because like we keep saying, it's a different beast. And these teams are different beasts altogether when they start playing finals football.
0: Mate, the other thing we haven't even spoken about, of course, it's uh, it's the coaches' battle. And I mean, the four teams that we've picked to win this weekend, you know, they're the four teams with coaches who have gone all the way and won premierships. I mean, you look at Penrith, Ivan Cleary, he was in a grand final, what, 2011, 10 years ago, didn't get the job done there. Johnny Morris, rookie coach, Newcastle coach, rookie, uh, Parramatta, they haven't been in a grand final, obviously, so... On the coaching front, too, and the experience, especially, you know, in the bubble and everything that adds to it, the coaches that have won premierships that have been there and done it, especially, you know, Ricky Stewart, Trent Robinson, Craig Bellamy, especially that have been there a lot over the last few years. It's a huge advantage, isn't it?
1: Exactly. And the thing that some coaches um, can do, and they fall into this trap uh, a little bit when they're... Don't have enough experience. Is they they overcoach their players in the finals and in big games. And at this stage of the season, when you know you're playing these big games, they don't need to be coached. It's more it's more of a man management thing. You need you need to sort of get your players up to do what they they know to do. You know, like you don't have to change the system. You don't have to do anything um, coaching wise. They know what they they're supposed to do. It's just about getting the boys up for the game. And these coaches that have been there before, like Robinson, and, um, you know, like they're, they're going to know exactly how to get these players up for these big games because uh, they've been there and done it
0: before. That's what, mate. Fuck, I'm stinging for some finals footies. Roosters, Raiders, South Sydney Storm. All of our tips this week. Thanks for coming on again, mate. Always appreciate your time. Too easy, brother. Catch us next week.